0: Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to, um, what was this called again? Far From Home. A podcast about two Asian
1: Canadians who moved pretty far from home. Woo! Okay. Topic time.
0: The topic today is... Am I saying it? Yeah, say it, Alex. Okay. Journaling. 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 The act of writing things in a journal. Maybe every
1: episode should start with a one word topic and then you do your weird like Wikipedia voice
0: (laughs) with my amazing definition yeah well in a sense isn't this podcast a journal does that count I would say so it's a yeah audio journal it is an audio journal it is
1: yeah yeah where we're blasting our thoughts over the internet for everyone to hear whether they want
0: to or not (laughs) (laughs) kind of obnoxious yeah yeah um but yeah, the the inspiration for this video came up because we we're thinking of what to talk about. And I have a a journal next to me, which I actually got from work. Um, I think you're supposed to take work notes in it, but I totally am probably misusing it. And <laughs> I just write like daily Love. journals in it. <laughs> All my work is about romance, you know. <laughs> I actually like rarely write about romance. It's like other thoughts. Really? Um, okay. And I write... I write like one pagers. So um I don't know like how to describe this book, but it's like half a sheet of paper, maybe in size. Say what size and paper it is. I don't know, B5. Nice. Does that sound right? The yeah. best size notebook paper. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> okay. And yeah, I mean, I think journaling is something that I've always done in some sense, and I think you have too, judging by your Mm -hmm. embarrassing tumblr whoa Whoa, foreshadowing shots fired oh my
1: (laughs) gosh that that tumblr made (laughs) you start your own blog i'll have you know (laughs) and and many people
0: (laughs) it it made me less ashamed to put my embarrassing high school thoughts on the internet great that's all i'm good for just kidding i was was way above high school but (laughs) oh yeah you were old by then (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah, like I'll, I'll talk a bit more about this journal itself. So I probably write in it maybe on average every two to three days. Um, wow, that's I don't really, really often. F- I don't really like force myself to do it. It's just sort of like whenever I have a thought and I have 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, now's a good time to do it. Um, sometimes it can sort of help to clear out a thought. Like maybe there's something that's sitting on my mind that I want to either... Think more about or get it out of the way so I can start doing something else or thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. So I just write about it to sort of try to clear it out as a cathartic release.: Yeah, yeah, I think it is in many ways, and it sort of provides or creates like a permanent entry of that thought that I was having on that day so I can go back and look at it later. Yeah. And the last thing is, um, I like how I actually like the one-page limitation that I set for myself because huh. you, you actually can't write a lot in one page on paper um also my hand will start hurting by the end of my writing that's how weak my Arthritis hands already <laughs> right page age of 26 and 27 um and it, i really like how it it forces you to write succinctly like to just write down to the core of what you're saying because yeah. i find that Um, When I like write drafts on Google Docs and stuff or like my Apple Notes application, Uh like I can just write on forever, just like thousands of words and it never gets anywhere. Like it goes in circles and Mm. the idea never ends. So, yeah, I I think when
1: I journal, like when I wrote the most in pen and paper, I'd actually go on walks like I I would have this idea Whoa. that's eating at me. And so I'd just be like, you know, I'm going to go for a walk and take my notebook and pen with me. And then I would literally, I say
0: walks, but I would literally just walk to one park. Uh, yeah, in you're like in my head, you're like writing as you walk. I'm no, like, no, no. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I get hit by a car. <laughs> 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 Those Darn kids always put their heads down. Yeah, just looking at his
1: notebook. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I would just like walk over to this park. I'd sit down on a bench and then I would just start writing. And okay. that was back when I had a really crappy notebook and it was the size, I don't know, like the, like an A6 or something, something super small. Um, it could fit in your pocket and I would write oh, okay. like five, six pages. And wow. what I would do is I would take those handwritten notes and then like edit them and review them in Tumblr on my computer Oh, so you go type them up. Yeah, I type them up. Um I'd say like maybe 60-70% uh, of the of the Tumblr posts that I had were were handwritten first. The rest were just written on the computer.
0: Mm. Yeah. I I've sort of had that thought too that like maybe someday I want to digitize these notes that I've written. Yeah, cuz um no one you're not yeah, going to remember them. where your notebook is. Some some like years from now obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be the back of a drawer somewhere and i will probably forget but um yeah i don't know i i also really like the thought that it's since i started writing in this after starting this job um because the company gave me this book mm-hmm. um it sort of is like chronicling my thoughts as i go through this job and this process and this new step in life mm. so i don't know how many pages it is like 200 pages let's say and I write every few days so it'll probably last like a year maybe year or two yeah and yeah. the thought that yeah like it will journal m- who I was at the beginning of the job and who I became a year into and two in was something that I don't know seems sort of nice to me
1: you, you know what my issue is especially if you're journaling about a job I think that there's just too much noise like, you're writing in something every other day, like, every couple days about your job. It's just, like, you're never going to take oh, the time I'm... to read 220-somewhat pages of handwritten notes. <laughs> you're just, you're just going to flip it and be hey, like, I yeah. was such an idiot back then. And you keep flipping hey, and like, yeah. I
0: was still an idiot. I, I'm not I'm not necessarily writing about my job, per se, uh-huh. like, how I feel at work. That's, like, maybe every once in a while, yeah. of course, when it's in my mind. But it's, it's just sort of, like, my thoughts around friendships and... State of the world and news that's been happening, and yeah, and it's it's interesting.
1: I see, I see. But even then, that's why I like writing um my year end letter to myself because oh yeah, Alex says year end review. Yeah, year end review. It's it's the best. Um, I'm I'm honing my craft now. I'm gonna like have a monthly review and then combine oh. it all because I'm learning oh. from that like fifty page report that you made me write. And uh, last still, year still uh, I'm still salty about that forever salty um <laughs> but yeah, I think it's easier to to sum things up and then rewrite it and in yeah, that sense yeah, I, I can see that and in that sense, journaling was never a way for me to remember journaling was always a way to um like I said, cathartic release about some idea or something that was on my mind, and I just yeah. couldn't get it out, yeah, so
0: are you a good writer <laughs> um um i mean honestly honestly probably no like yeah that being said like think when you think of yourself and you ask the question am i a good writer or not like who are you really comparing against i'm comparing against people who like other samples of writing which i encounter in my day-to-day life and that's from like reading newspapers or reading um articles by people who you know actually write for a living so obviously as me myself someone whose job it it is to not write like nothing to do with writing yeah um and as someone who never studied anything related to literature or writing i don't think i'm necessarily a good writer that being said mm-hmm. um like i i completely understand actually the stereotype that like engineers, which engineering is what I studied, are bad writers. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Yeah. Because yeah, at work, as I'm sure you encounter too, there <laughs> are some people in who are engineers, and they are just like terrible communicators. Yeah,
1: they they can't write a succinct sentence, which I kind of struggle yeah. with sometimes too.
0: Or even, or even like speaking wise to communicate something succinctly or like clearly. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's, it's tough because, yeah, so they're very, like, book smart people, and they're not necessarily good communicators. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, for the average engineering or technically backgrounded person, maybe, maybe I'm a good writer. Like, I certainly feel um, like I'm not a weak communicator at work, for example. Yeah. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I'm probably not a good writer, and that's fine with me. can't be good at everything. Yeah, I think
1: I'm about the same. I think... I think we're above average, definitely. Ooh. I mean, otherwise hey. otherwise, we wouldn't have a podcast or like a platform where people actually listen to us. Imagine if we just spouted bullshit for, I mean, we kind of do, but like- Do they actually listen? Is anyone listening? Is just, anyone there? Just keep it on. Give us those free minutes, you know?
0: If you're listening right now, can you message me and tell me that you're listening? Because <sighs> you're some, no one's been messaging me lately. <laughs> you're going to get some random people.
1: That That one person <laughs> in Poland- that I have oh, the Polish guy. I don't guy know who that is. Person, yeah. yeah. Um, reveal yourself. I don't know because I think writing is very different in that it's a. I'm very good at writing like point form notes, <laughs> but if you're talking about like like being eloquent and elaborate and like describing things very verbosely, I uh, don't know. I'm not mm. not that good of a writer. Mm. Yeah, I was actually reading this one. My teammate wrote this article, not an article, but like a little doc kind of explaining why we should prioritize this other project. And he started mentioning these things like like it was insane. It sounded like the speech from that Charlie Chaplin movie. Do you have any clue I'm, what I'm talking about? The Dictator? i never watched. Uh, no, I have no clue what okay. that is. It's like Charlie <laughs> Chaplin does this like crazy huge monologue about like how are humans
0: and we're strong and we can oh, be better. I always thought Charlie Chaplin was the like the silent films guy. He he was, but then near the end of his career, so, um, sound, uh, he,
1: uh, talking? sound was invented, of course. Okay. Yeah. Sound, um, sound was made. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my teammate wrote like... An amazing two paragraphs about you know we're better than this we can we can take anything on and I'm just like sick I can't write anything like that <laughs> and, then, and and it puts things into perspective right yeah oh my story is that I thought I was good at writing in high school okay. I got I got decent marks in English and then I went to university okay. and I was and I was forced to take an English class right oh really because um, Okay. Yeah. Screw the anonymity. MD. I I was taking maths, and the math faculty from my year onwards were forced to take one communications class because we were so notorious for being <laughs> shitty at communicating, and so people would have to take like English or like speech or whatever communications. And my communications class was full of f- fobs of people where English was not their second language, right? wait you mean it was their second language sorry yeah it, it was their second language yeah and then I got such low marks in that class compared to everyone else I was like what how I Why? don't know maybe maybe they like paid someone but my <laughs> not, my assignment my, my weekly assignments got like low 70s high 60s and I was like what the fuck is this I thought I was oh good my at God. this I thought I speak English exactly and then I don't know I was kind of sad but oh. who cares? I don't think I'm I'm a good writer either.
0: Oh, I always thought you're a good writer when I would read your Tumblr posts. Uh, I think it's all the teenage angst mixed in. It's just like yeah. Oh, so yeah, when you're missing that, 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 that angst, it doesn't
1: come out as well. Yeah, I haven't I haven't. It's not teenage angst anymore. It's like life crises, you know. Oh, <laughs> doesn't doesn't give the same
0: vibe. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's what's your like writing? process usually like I start
1: to finish you know this actually reminds me of how I saw my girlfriend texting like I saw her like text a friend for the first time ever uh, when I uh-huh. first started dating and she was like writing a sentence and then like copy pasting certain words and then putting it at editing, the beginning it, editing it and I was just like pulling you, out the thesaurus you, you do that for a text message I mean she wasn't doing that much she would like Copy a sentence, move it to the back, move it to the front or like do something like I, I that. I sort
0: of do that if it's like an important text, important friend or... Yeah, but like, if it's important, it wouldn't be a text message. And so
1: that was the first time where I'm just like, holy shit, this is so extra. I've never seen that in my life. Because <laughs> text messages, I just write front to back and I hit send. I almost never... Oh. Unless I realized I like offended them, I would never backspace.
0: Oh no, sometimes I want to be more like creative or clever or... I have succinct. no one to impress. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> um, but I think I
1: write in a way that's similar to everyone else. So I would take my handwritten notes and then I would just kind of like see how they fit next to each paragraph and then try to build the story around that or oh, try to, try to build it in a way that makes sense and... I think I I feel like I never had the willpower to rewrite my paragraphs very well. So it's not like it made that big of a difference. But yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of how I wrote like my longer posts on Tumblr. Uh, And yeah, it was okay. I mean, there were probably like 10 people that knew about it
0: and read about it. That's about it. (laughs) How do you write normally? Um, when it's when it's like in my little journals, my like one pagers. Yeah, I try to start them off with like something sort of profound, like a quick sentence that's profound. Oh, like a like a um, like a like a thesis kind of. Sort sort of like something to like, um, anchor the piece that I'm about to write. Your to like leading what it's about to be your Like your leading sentence. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, and it's it's usually quite quick most of the time. Uh huh. Um yeah like sometimes i like this one i wrote give it to us tell us okay this i I wrote one it's sort of weird to talk about but um it's it's like my thoughts around the topic of greed oh okay future and topic okay (laughs) (laughs) and what i my first sentence i wrote here was greed is truly never ending what is ever truly enough question mark yeah yeah so stuff like that. Um I like that. And then and then I like write my quick two or three paragraphs about um my thoughts around it. Mm. Um when when I've tried to do this one thing on medium and also like I just don't like medium to be honest. Everyone on there feels like a fake a con artist. <laughs> yeah, fake as hell. So I don't yeah. it's like it's hard to find the motivation to continue or like to post on there. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I try to like write some thoughts around um. Okay, this sounds really lame, but it's about like the economics, the economy of Japan. And mm. like as as I write it, so say I want to write about a certain topic, I realize that if the reader doesn't have like all this background information, they won't know what the hell I'm talking about. So then I need to like go back and then think about what mm. background information does the reader need first, and then write that out and map it out. Yeah, and then think about back and back and back. And so, like, you can keep doing that infinitely. It's like teaching someone calculus, right? You're like, yeah. so I want to teach someone calculus, and I can't just go at it if I realize that they don't know what variables are or they don't know multiplication. Mm-hmm. And then I can even go back a step further. Do they know what numbers are? Like, do they know what math is? You're teaching a rock. You... Okay. Yeah. And like, you realize, you come to this realization that you eventually need to just cut, cut it off somewhere and scope out what you're writing. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to get the audience right. And yeah. I
1: think it's interesting that you brought this up because that's how I felt about the podcast, right? Because uh, yeah that's I was gonna say that too. Yeah. Like this podcast, how much context do you need to provide for these people? I think we I think we started this podcast pretty well. As in we've not that we slowly eased. If people, people actually listen to that
0: first episode. Uh, oh my God. The first <laughs> who knows the first first episode. It was bad the our intro our like intro to the thing, this whole podcast. Oh, wait, um, the, the intro or do you mean like the podcast that we never aired? Uh, uh no, we like our our first first. Uh, no, no, no. The first one we posted on this channel, like the episode zero. Oh,
1: yeah, I want to redo that. We sound like we don't know how to talk.
0: No, yeah, we sound like idiots. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, probably still do. <laughs> no, like like what I want to mention is how I think people that are strangers to us can still listen to this podcast. And I think that's kind yeah. of happened. And and we've kept decent context about everything
0: that it's it's yeah, easier th- to Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 Well like we're like we're not so socially stupid that we're gonna start like making inside jokes here or like talking about oh that one thing that our mutual friend did. Cause you know, 95% yeah. of the listeners wouldn't get it. So it's interesting because
1: every time Every time I tell someone, oh, you should start a podcast. Oh, wait, what, what do I do? I don't know. Every time <laughs> I think about starting a podcast or other people think about starting a podcast, they realize how contextual their conversations are. Like, oh, I talked to this one person about my coworker for four hours. But yeah. It's not like he can talk to anyone about that. Or like, I ranted to yeah. one friend about this other friend in a different circle. And yeah. that doesn't always translate well. And
0: we do well in our and podcast. Yeah, Thanks yeah 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 overall, yeah. overall, yeah. It, it can sort of make it hard to decide what to talk about, but um yeah, agreed. yeah, I, I do think we did, we put in a conscious effort to make sure that whatever we talk about can be understood by anyone listening, no matter the context that they have. Strangers, that Poland Ey. guy Ey.
1: yeah I mean when I wrote I'm, when I write in my Tumblr, it's not like it's for anyone to read. I mean, I guess it <sighs> is, but it's it doesn't make sense for everyone to read it. Yeah, yeah. There's only like a handful fine. of people.
0: Yeah, private,
1: dude. I want to hear more about your about your damn notebook. Can you? Can you? <gasps> okay. <laughs> you talk about greed and how it's never ending. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more that describes what you wrote. Is it talking about money? Is it talking about like fame? Or is it just so general and broad? Uh, the green one, the greed one. Yeah, the greed, green, Freudian slip.
0: Okay. Um edit this out later okay 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 and um yeah it's it's basically my thoughts around well obviously money and greed and it it sort of starts off with two premises that like since i've started this job that i feel like i've come up with two major realizations Mm. um one is that it's far easier to like have a number for what is enough um before actually hitting that number, mm. if that makes any sense. So, like, let's just say that, oh, I'm making $50,000 a year. And I ask myself, how much is enough money? Like, what would be enough of a salary to make me happy or, like, to satisfy me? Yeah. Um. And I say $100,000, right? Yep. And let's say I switch jobs and suddenly I'm making $100,000 at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my like your realization very quickly is that um, the bar just moves just as quick. Oh, once you get yeah, there. dude. Oh, Give no. Me that cash. <laughs> no, it's like I a lobster stopped. dinner. Jason,
1: day one, <laughs> no. I want lo- one lobster dinner. Day two, I want two lobster dinners.
0: <laughs> day three, you want to add on the filet mignon? <laughs> Hell yeah. Day four, oh just 3x everything God. i had the past week. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah so yeah that that was one of the thoughts um that like you can come up with a number for what's enough, but like once you actually hit it, it often just moves, so like mm. what is actually truly enough, and the other thought was that in many ways, like the evil to this world is that money is equal to power in many ways, mm-hmm. and power is very corrupting, and I wrote even to the most altruistic and pure people. Mm -hmm. I do believe that money has a very hard to say, but like corrupting effect on people. Like once you can actually, let's say start paying off people to do things that you want. um, Yeah. It's like, it's a hard power to control. Amen to that brother. No, (laughs) I'm Ah. joking. I'm joking.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and yeah, like not, like not to go too much into it, but, um, it's, it's basically like saying, you know, like how a big portion of our salaries are decided by stocks and that number can be very variable depending on the value over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't exactly know what I was signing for, to be honest, in some ways. And I was perfectly happy when I first signed the <laughs> offer yeah but as the numbers change and like you start things seeing things go up you're like huh give me more yeah that's exactly it it's like yeah. i could do like we can go higher we can do better here <laughs> I, I, and i could live nicely off double my salary yeah I'll, yeah I'll yeah that. right it's like it's like that it's like <laughs> double why like i thought we we're a fast growth company what's why are we stopping there <laughs> Right. It's what like, happened in this episode? I thought we were talking about journaling. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. Like, like you this. want to know more about the green. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. And yeah, I I wrote like you know the median salary in most f- countries is I don't know thirty forty thousand dollars, and like what is enough? Yeah, is, was the premise of what I wrote.
1: I'm curious. I'm because I'm looking at my Tumblr right now, and yeah. I realized I have these. When I don't have my notebook around, I just use my phone to write everything down, right? And yeah. Like you just type it on your phone. Yeah, I just type it on my phone. And it's oh, okay. it's these moments and these um these situations that happen to me where I'm literally like either I'm gonna pull up my phone right this second and note it down. Okay, or I'm yeah, gonna, I've done that. I'm gonna pull up my phone in like five minutes and write this down. Yeah. And a lot of my posts are kind of like triggered by some thing that happened. Right. Mm. Do you feel that's how you journal? Like what, if, if your if your greed topic was recent enough, like did, yeah. did, did something set it off?
0: Yeah. 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 Like there's, there's always something like it's obviously like the thought needs to get into your head somehow. And that means that there was some sort of trigger for it. Yeah. Um, So it could be like news coming out at work, Mm. an announcement at work, which created a thought or like something that's going on in the world, news, or sometimes, you know, it's like I go, you go hang out with friends and you just have a thought that comes into your head when talking to people. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I would like to just expand more on this thought. And sometimes my thoughts in this book, Mm -hmm. okay, they're not all like super dark. I just really like to make that clear. Everyone. Okay. Thank you. Some sometimes they're like really pure. Like there's this one here. Okay. And it's about it's about gratefulness. Okay. Not wow. greed. Gratefulness. And like I literally just wrote, like, oh, like, you know, I came home tonight and like for the first time in a lot of months, I actually hung out with friends till very late because they've had the state of emergency and closing down everything early here. And I just wrote, like, oh, like I'm so thankful to have good friends to hang out with till late. La la la.
1: That is pretty wholesome. Maybe you were so scarred Mm. from the greed post that you are like, I need something to
0: brighten up my day. (laughs) I got to wash myself from my sins here. (laughs) R slash eye bleach, you know.
1: I need the nice pictures of kitties and dogs and Uh, puppies. Oh, my God.
0: But it was just just like a very positive note of, yeah, like I'm very grateful to have such great people around me. Oh, thanks, Jason. You know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean... As much teenage angst as my Tumblr had, I'm reading this one where, okay, I guess it, 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 it is a bit of a teenage angst. I literally went to page nine of 18 and then looking at the center post to be, to okay. be, I'm getting the median yeah, entry. Yeah. Uh, wait, oh shit. I lost it already. Um, it was me feeling really down and then I had this one friend that was just really there for me. And then I was talking about how, uh-huh. like, even just a little bit of happiness and a little bit of altruism can really turn your mood around. And that was kind uh-huh. of the basis of my, of my Tumblr post. It was just two paragraphs. You're welcome, Alex. You were definitely not the person there. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? Well, that person's not in my life anymore. Wow. Oh, interesting. interesting. Well, foreshadowing. Yeah. I'm joking. Not oh. foreshadowing. You killed them. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um yeah. All right. What else do we have to talk about? Oh yeah. Do you read? Has it impacted writing for you? Because personally, I was on this binge of reading autobiographies. I read like I read like five or six autobiographies in a row. And now I have so many more in in my backlog. And I don't know, like hearing about people's lives is so interesting, especially Mm. when it's nonfiction.
0: Oh, of course. I I only read nonfiction. Um, well, sorry. It's okay sorry, sorry, to read fiction, guys, lovers.
1: It's, it's okay to read fiction.
0: There's some no, good books not. out there. What the hell, Jason? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> well, I don't know. You said you said especially nonfiction. I'm like, mm, it's only like, nonfiction. I
1: don't know. It's a bit of, it's a sense of relief that, you know, some people can go through such hardships, and yeah. it's amazing how they overcome them.
0: Yeah. 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 So. Um, oh like what do you want to know about reading books yeah like has, it, I read? has it has it made you want to write ever uh yeah I, I, I actually say yeah that um the books i've read um i it's not like i read it and i'm suddenly like oh i want to write about this but like they do bring in certain thoughts or like just expose me to think about certain things mm. like issues maybe that the world is facing yeah um, and then obviously like I will think about it for days or weeks or even months and then just like write my own thoughts about it. And like, how do I see these things that the author talked about, um, playing around in my own world around me. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think like you said, like autobiographies are really interesting because or just books in general, because it really is like a lens into the mind of someone else. Yeah. Um, and you just cannot get that in day to day life, right? Such an in depth look into someone's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the other, like, int- really interesting thing I find um, is that, like, obviously, I read English books, like 90%, 99% of books yeah. are in English. And what that means is that the authors are in North America. And if it's nonfiction, maybe it's like societal issues in North America. Mm-hmm. And We are here in Asia. Ooh. Ooh. Trying to bring in the purpose of this podcast here. (laughs) Wow, because we do not do that enough. Wow. No. (laughs) Uh And I I just really like being able to sort of see, you know, like how does this societal issue in North America play out in Asia? Like, is it Mm. something that also happens here? It does it cause a different issue? Do people react differently? and to just put my own perspective on how things are at least in Japan from my on the ground viewpoint okay okay i i realize
1: i don't think that much about the world probably not as much <laughs> as you do i i have this belief that you know most amount of news is probably too much like i was i was on my phone and i was just chilling and then and then google recommended me this article where like two teens like Passed away or something, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Google! I, I don't want to read that. Oh man, Google! They gotta do that to me because I don't know. When you come across real life issues and problems, dude, you just you just get into this like crazy, just I don't know, infinite portal of like sadness and just (laughs) despair, pretty much. Yes, and that's why I, I I try to stay away from it. Yeah, but it's it's interesting that it brings a different view to you. For I think for my my side of like being far from home, it's I get to be by myself more. And that usually means writing more. Oh. Yeah. What do you mean being by yourself more? You mean like
0: you don't have friends?
1: I mean a little bit. As in as in oh. like that yeah. time probably would have been filled with not meaningless conversation with my friends but just like
0: <laughs> but just conversations to to fill up the time at the mcdonald's yeah chilling at the
1: mcdonald's dude uh, okay yeah. for people that don't live in the extra canada, large fries mcdonald's in, in canada it's pretty nice it's like 24 7 it's like well lit you can play like yeah board games late at night who cares i don't know if you're supposed to but yeah we do <laughs> i mean like it's not like we're making a ruckus right we're not we're not yeah, yeah, drunk yeah. we're not, not drunks yeah um but i don't know i don't think everyone does that because in, in Canada, McDonald's is a place to hang out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, a, <laughs> it's the destination. <laughs> it's like a cheaper bubble tea, you know. <laughs> That's how poor we are. <laughs> exactly. Especially
1: in the summer, ninety-nine cent drinks.
0: Okay. Oh yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Wait, how did we get here talking about McDonald's? I have no idea. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, just
1: me spending time. So oh, like instead yeah. of, instead of because no, I mean playing board games with friends is. So fun, but being by yourself a lot of the times gives you time to yeah. self reflect, yeah, and I feel like that's that's the that's the mindset people are in when they're writing autobiographies, right they're yeah, yeah, they have nothing to confront but themselves, and that yeah. gives them this i don't know sense of courage to write about it and so I don't know. I say all this, but I feel like I've not. I haven't written that much while I've been in Asia. (laughs) Lonely, but not Uh, writing. (laughs) Yeah. um, I do think about it a lot. Um, Mm. I mean, I've honestly stopped journaling since like three or four years ago. I think ever since, um, (laughs) ever since I started working full time, I've just been so busy. To be honest, like I have. uh, I don't. I don't want. I don't know if that sounds bad, but like I have more pressing issues than how I feel about a certain topic. Yeah. Which is true, but a little sad that maybe I don't give myself enough attention, but mm. it's kind of how it is, you know? Mm. Lately, I've been sleeping very little and working a lot. Mm. Yeah. I mean, prior to this notebook of yours, were you still journaling... Often, because the journal that the the online blog that I convinced you to to start, yeah. you haven't written in it for like I want to say whoa, whoa, four whoa. years. <laughs> I have no clue. I think long time. You, no, yeah, you, long. you stopped. You stopped writing in it right before you got a full time job in Japan. So when was that?
0: Oh, that's a long time. Was like ago. three three and a half years ago. No, that was like two years oh, ago. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, wait, no, it has to be well, at least three no, I started the job 2 years ago. So 2 years ago. Oh yeah, true. Well, like the th- yeah, yeah. the thing is that like I I will still write a lot um in like notes and stuff and um on Google Docs. I just never actually bother publishing them. Mm. Um and it really it really sort of turns into this like 80/20 sort of issue where mm. the Pareto principle where like you know, 80% of the writing takes 20% of the time. Yeah. And then the last 20% of writing and like editing it and, you know, fixing up the grammar, moving the paragraphs takes up 80% of the time. Yeah. So like the vast, vast majority of my writing is definitely in that first 20% of time state where it's just like I've written out, you know, the gist of it. Yeah. It's like, it's not published enough to the point where I would want to put my name on it and like click post and put it on the internet. but. I can't be effed to put in the 80% of the time to get it out there. That's sort of like where this most of my writing ends up in for better or worse. But ultimately like, like we write you write it for yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So by the fact that like, I'm not, you know, I'm not like a New York times journalist or anything. So who cares if it's not published, it's for myself and it's just my thoughts and that's where they'll sit. And I'm okay with that. What about your close friends that care about you? (laughs) I want to hear about no. your thoughts,
1: <laughs> yeah, thoughts about greed. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you need double your salary now, huh? Excuse no. you.
0: <laughs> That's what this podcast is for. Exactly. It's for all our messy bloopers in life. Yeah. Um, so you don't write to, to, to show people? No, no, not necessarily. No, it's just for myself. Why are we right? here? It's just journaling. Why are we here, Jason? <gasps> I don't what know. are we doing this all for? And that's the end of the episode for that one guy in Poland. I know for a fact. <laughs> yes, our loyal Polish fan. I think it's
1: like thank you. It's like two percent Poland and like six percent Russia. Yeah. I think that those are the oh. stats that confuse me the most.
0: Well, if you ever, if you ever uh, contact us, Polish guy will buy you some sausages. Where,
1: where uh, on what's it called? We have an email. I can't talk right now. Why, why do I think I can journal? We have a, we we have, we have an email. Um, Podcast.farfromhome at gmail dot com. Feel free to send anything you want. Maybe we'll read it. Maybe. So polish up that damn email. No, I'm kidding. <gasps> um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I well, yeah. I also felt like like the 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 Tumblr that I started, I started it out just, just to rant, and then I told my girlfriend at the time about it. Yeah. And then it became this, like, weird, non-confrontational way for both of us to talk. So she started, like, a sister blog that, like, was a play on the name of my Tumblr. And we would, like, not talk to each other about the certain issues. And instead, we would just write, like, I don't know, like, 1,000-word-long Tumblr posts about it. And then eventually... That sounds passive-aggressive. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) In hindsight, I don't think it was healthy. Um... But it was it was an interesting way for me to like tackle the issues head on rather than keep mm. me inside. Um, mm. And I think it's helped in my communication like from then onwards. Mm. yeah
0: yeah. I mean, I, I, I also like way off the communication part, think there's there's like an immense, huge value to. This journaling thing or even like, you know, the monthly Podcast. annual things and podcasting even like 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 even even more so than, um, you know, practicing your writing, practicing your speaking skills. Sure, those are great and have definitely been sliding downhill during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's just like such an immense value to, you know, setting goals, working towards them measuring and not that every blog post or um journal entry i have here is related to like a goal or like you know progressing towards something but um like i like when i forced everyone and only you did it to do God, the Anna. beginning of year uh journal thing like what kind of 2021 do i want um i see i set like three goals in it Yeah. They weren't like necessarily concrete goals, but they're like, there are like three principles that I wanted to sort of keep in mind for this year. Mm -hmm. And in many of the blog posts or in many of my journal entries, I will cite back to those three principles that I stated for myself at the beginning of the year. Interesting. And I do sort of, you know, I sort of ask myself, like, are you still living in a way that lives up to those principles that you set out? And, yeah, it's like keeping myself accountable. And I think that is where such an immense amount of the value of not doesn't need even need to be like a formal journal, mm-hmm. but you know, reflecting on progress and yeah, advancing through life. So what
1: I hear is that you write a weekly performance review about yourself <laughs> and then you grade yourself at the end
0: and you tell yourself if you're a failure or not. Time for my OKRs. Uh, oh no, gotta, I failed everything. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Um, okay okay yeah it's that's nothing strict it's just like in in my gratefulness one going back to my positive side We a gratefulness episode oh we can have a gratefulness episode i can be talk a lot about being grateful apparently Hmm. um yeah and i just said like here i said like these are the three principles i told myself to aim towards in 2021 so far i'm making progress every day oh that's nice
1: yeah i feel like in my in my year end review, I was like, I'm looking for a challenge, and now I'm just getting <laughs> stomped every week. <laughs> every let me week off, is a, let me off. Every week is a new like bashing of me, pretty much, um, which is nice. Yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah, keeping yourself accountable. Yeah, it's like it's like just putting your thoughts into words and making it immortalized changes. Yeah. Changes how you stand by certain words. I think growing up, I realized how indecisive I was sometimes. And I just Mm. did not like that about myself. Mm. And so I don't know what I did to fix it, but I was more... I'll assume everyone can hear the loud motorcycle in the background. Um, But crap, what was I going to say? I was more... Yeah, I was more careful of the words I said and the way I said them mm. because of that. Because especially when you immortalize something like writing, like podcasts, it's, mm. I don't know, it's pretty vulnerable in how people can interpret it. And yeah. that's where the communication part is just so important.
0: Yeah. Over communicate. In some ways, like I, I honestly... Something I wanted to start also sort of set out for this year when I wrote at the end of my my end of year reflection. And I don't know exactly how well I've been doing it, to be honest, because it hasn't been something I've thought about much um, was like just like having less fear around that. And, you know, like having the courage to say things that are disagreeable sometimes. Ooh. And yeah. And like just like standing up for my thoughts and not, um, you know, like just trying to say things to be liked and just say what I actually think. That's sort of been a goal. Um, Interesting. Saying things not to just be liked. Yeah, it's true. I think, I think there's, there's immense value in what you, me, listeners, everyone are thinking or like have to say. And yeah, I I do think a lot of people these days, and it's very easy to, because you know, people are getting canceled left and right. Oh shit. To just you know like a uh, oh, oh no, no. okay <laughs> to just like agree with whatever is being shoved down our throats these days, but you know that's not always what is truly going through everyone's minds. So we should all have the courage to say what we think. Jason says, "Stay woke, guys. Stay woke. Stay <laughs> woke. Stay woke, my friends." <sighs> Anyways, this is not a self help podcast. We're just two. Canadians abroad in Asia.
1: Yeah. Far from home. Why didn't you say far from home?
0: Oh, sorry. What <laughs> <Yeah>. the hell? <laughs> what the hell? That, was, that was a perfect chance. Yeah. yeah.
1: It all comes full circle. We're just two Canadians
0: living far from, from home.
1: home. It's so clear that you do not do that part of the intro. It's okay. No. <laughs> what
0: was this called again?
1: Far from home. And with that, I think I think we can end the episode off that thought. Um, I hope you learned something about this. I I don't know. You can find us on all the streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we will catch you later. See ya. Peace.